real news. Honest and fun political talk weekly on the line 90.7 FM. And we are back here with real news uncensored now since we've been kicked off the air. We're still kicked off the air, but we'll be back soon. So this week we're just going to roll with a few topics because not much has been happening this week. I have on... What the fuck are you talking about? There's been nothing happening. The fucking State of the Union. That's like the biggest event like in the past six months. I know, but it's Pretty like big. one. There's only been like, it's just that and a few other things. I mean, actually, when we were talking about the meeting, like nobody wanted to even talk about it. But they're being, you know, not in- enthusiastic as they should about. But we are joined today with Mr. Alex, as usual, and Mr. Phil. Or is it Dick Tear Phil? dictator phil <laughs> okay yeah gotcha yeah so if anybody didn't watch on tuesday trump gave the state of the union which nancy pelosi was trying to stop but he did it anyway because he's the chad that he is trump emphasized pretty much through just unity he went on about his promise to build the wall he urged congress to end or limit late-term abortions and the best part was when he congratulated all the women that had uh, just got into Congress on their new jobs and new jobs just being filled by women. And so the, all the women on the Democratic side wore white and they were trying to be noticeable, which was a good strategy. I thought it was smart because you definitely noticed it. But Democrat Stacey Abrams had a response after his state of union, which I'm not going to lie, I don't remember a word she said. Something about like climate change and like the shutdown being mean to people and all that. But a CBS News YouGov poll says that 76% approved of the speech and 70 and 24% disapproved. Uh, and I think he got like 85% of independents approving it, so that was pretty good. But yeah, that was I thought it was a good speech. Uh, what did you guys think? It was a good speech. Well, oh. Alex? Oh yeah, shoot. So like, I like the beginning part. I felt like it was one of those uh, those. Metal jacket, like who's that director guy? Oh, Kevin Lee Harvey Ir- Irving. No, 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 no. The guy who made it, Stanley. Oh, Stanley like Kubrick. Stanley Kubrick. So, like, you know, the first part was like amazing, but then like the last part, I wasn't a big fan of. <laughs> it's just like he just kept going on and on about like Israel and stuff, and then like he kept bringing up these guys who were like Holocaust victims. Like, yeah, you know, that's cool, but like that. I felt like all the Israel stuff was like unnecessary. And I, and I thought a lot of his uh, stuff was pretty good. There, there's a couple of things I wasn't a big fan of. So, you know, we had that. And then we had the like saying that if he wasn't elected, we'd be at war with like North Korea or something. I thought that was a little bit overly dramatic when he did that. But he did some really cool stuff in there. Like he kind of like they're all dancing all this in their, you know, white cloaks. Like probably last time you saw Democrats like that was at a KKK rally. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, yeah, so they were doing all that, you know, mumbo jumbo, and then um, he goes and is like, "Oh, so," and he's like, starts going talking about like uh, was it school choice or something, and or like a late term abortion. And they just like freaked out, and I'm just seeing Bernie Sanders' face when he says America will never be a socialist country, and like Ortez, you know, she was just like all upset about that. You know, I was really upset too because like I was trying to go and watch on the Fox News on the television, but it was delayed by an hour, so they're going to use like. MSNPC, and that wasn't really fun either. <laughs> yeah, well, I I didn't mind the Israel stuff because he barely touched on it, but I liked how 
he you know had that holocaust survive there because it just shoots down the whole anti-semitism crap which should already be shot down by now in terms of you know what people frame trump as but i just liked the overall you know just he he did like people are like oh he called for unity and all that i'm like yeah he kind of did but he kind of didn't at the same time which is why i like like he called the fucking democrats out where he should have which was the fact that they didn't want to fund border security and that walls actually worked in nancy pelosi's own state of california and i you know i thought he did a good job as usual i didn't find the last bit boring or anything at all i mean i was watching it with uh one of our tp plebs that was with us and we both liked it. He was a bit more of a radical centrist than I was. I'm a very hard pro Trumper, but I thought it was perfectly fine. I liked it. I was, I liked, uh, I liked when the face that Bernie Bernie gave. He was like, it, I'm just, maybe, I don't know. He was like, oh my god, we're never gonna be a socialist country. Our lives are over. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> You've already got to work on your Bernie. I do. I got to work. I do. I got to work on it big time. Well, uh, here's the thing. I, I thought he was like a genius because he got like all like the only time that the people in the white robes were dancing was when they were talking about when he was talking about like women. You know, yeah. Themselves. And even then it was condescending. Yeah. I, I know they were just like you know, so selfish. It makes them look so bad. The only time they stood up, there was some little girl who had cancer and they didn't even stand up for that. But <laughs> When they're talking about themselves, you know, they'll go right up. It shows their real side. I think it, it was a great thing. And, you know, I can understand why I did the Israel stuff because, you know, a lot of the donors on both sides are, you know, helping out that particular lobby. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It, it was I, – I just didn't like that part. But other than that, I thought it was great with the exception of the uh, – what was it? The, the war thing saying there would definitely be like a world – like a North Korea war or something. I don't know. It seemed it, that just seemed like way too, um, just like exclamatory. Like, yeah, I uh, mean, well, Trump exaggerates with a lot of things. That's part of his strategy. So I don't have. A, I mean, I, I raised my eyebrows too, and I was like, yeah, it's a bit hyperbolic. But at the same time, Trump is hyperbolic. So it just like, it's just one I, line. Like it really doesn't bother me at all. I actually forgot they even said that. I think it was a good speech, but just it was like that, and then like the last fifteen minutes, but and it, it did go a little bit over, you know, over time. But I think it was good. Like I can understand why he did the last fifteen minutes because that would appeal more to, like the first part of it was mostly to his base, and then he kind of made, you know, he's saying he could be unified because he got the little white white people, well not white people, cause, you know, they're all wearing white. The people in white robes were dancing. So. Well, I love how. Like when he said, like, we have the lowest black unemployment ever, the Democrats didn't even clap. I mean, what's great for the right, at least, is this shows the Democrats' true colors. It shows they what do about not when care. Now, what about when the, uh, when the uh, Holocaust survivor, they were singing Sing happy, happy birthday, birthday yeah, to him? And it was like they just sat there, didn't do anything. It's like, dude, come on. Yeah. Yeah, they're just being, I mean, it's just jerky, partisan, like, pettiness you know yeah yeah i agree like uh i got my, my thing was like I'm, i was fine with the holocaust survivor and stuff but like the whole israel stuff i don't know i have mixed feelings about israel but like yeah i understand why he did it yeah i'm no fan of israel but it's like when he says it just doesn't bother me because i know well, it's something see, republicans always have to do you know 
Well, and I liked how he uh, he affirmed the, uh, the opposition in Venezuela as the legitimate government. I did like that. But then the uh, what was it, the Iran stuff, he's talking about pulling out the Middle East, and then he talks about, like, he gets really vociferous about Iran, so now it's making me think we're going to be opening up a front there. And I'm not sure well, how I feel no, about that. I, I, well, look, Trump's not a war president, and he's not going to be. I think what he's more doing is working on a deal for Iran, because that's what the whole, ever since he killed the old Iran deal, he's been trying to work on a new one. So that's all that's about. I, I actually think the Middle East can be a lot more peaceful uh, within his second term and probably this term. I don't think the Middle East is going to be peaceful in our lifetime. I don't know. There, there's just too much people in there who hate each other's guts. Yeah. Like, even even without Israel, just look at the stuff going on with like Saudi Arabia and Turkey and all this other stuff. They got, I don't think it's ever going to be really a peaceful place. It's going to be this like constant war until we have... You know, like The only time I think I had any peace was when the British were taking over it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Or maybe when like the Ottoman Empire was around there, because they ruled with an iron fist. Because it's just such a, it's just such like a, a, a powder keg. You know, you really can't just like there's so many groups who hate each other. You know, that's why like Africa doesn't have peace is because like when they do have peace for a while, like even in Zimbabwe, they went after you know the one tribe took over with Mugabe, and then he just like ordered a genocide against the other tribe. It's this like tribalism that goes on in these like areas and it's really dangerous and the, the middle east has the exact same problem oh yeah you got the you got like the shiites and the sunnis and then you know israel and it, like the only time it really was any sort of peaceful is probably when the british were in there because they weren't any of the above right but yeah i mean then they then world war one happened honestly I, it, like I think Trump has done a fantastic job handling all of this. And this is not an easy situation to be a part of. Like, you have so many people, so many countries. You're, you're telling me with all these countries that nobody's going to go to war. Nobody's mm. going to have conflicts. Nobody's going to have inter-country conflicts. Like, uh, he, I think he's handled this, all of this very well. Oh, yeah. He's handled it better than Hillary Clinton would. Because that's the only like fair comparison you can make is because the only other option in this scenario would be Hillary's president, and she would be absolutely awful. She'd be a war hawk. She would probably do, you know wouldn't have pulled the troops out. She probably wouldn't have had this North Korea peace deal. You wouldn't have any of this. I think I, I, with Obama, it was like for me, like at least my opinion anyway. It was like um, he under one of the only positive that he had. It, it, as far as I'm concerned, was he he understood the situation. Like, he had a good understanding. He had a good understanding of the Constitution. He had a good understanding of the, the, the situations. It was just paralysis via analysis. Like, he would mm -hmm. just do all this inner work and all this research, but nothing got done. Like, Donald Trump is, I, I, I don't want to say he's the exact opposite, but things are getting done. Like he's knocking yep. one thing after the other. Oh, and yeah. that's what you need. You, you need that to run this country. Are your decisions going to be perfect? No. But you got You got uh, uh, I was always told in politics, a bad decision is better than no decision <laughs> at all. Like you, you have to make decisions. You have to get stuff done. And I mean, what do you guys think? Yeah, that's a good analysis of that. I do think that Trump... Like he's not going to solve the Middle East situation in this term, at least. So that's gonna this is gonna be a longer thing, but I think oh, yeah. we do need to get out of there definitely. Like it's an unwinnable war. We 
Like, it, this is the thing that bankrupted the Soviet Union was their war in Afghanistan. And I think you know, if we keep going on with that, but like speaking of Russia, like the withdrawal from the IMF treaty, that was uh, interesting. I don't really know how I feel about that. Uh, yeah, I don't know a lot of the details of it. That's why I don't have a full-fledged opinion. But I would just say that I trust Trump's judgment because he's been right with everything else. <laughs> I'll say that. Okay, so the State of the Union, the, the, the one, one thing, another thing popped out to me. Uh, I, I, I give a big ups or a big shout out to uh, Kristen Cinema, right? No lie. I, I know you're, I know, hey, she's a Democrat. I get it. But, um, but she, she uh, one, she didn't wear white. Like she didn't wear total white, Ooh. which, yeah, she wore gray. went right against, <laughs> went right against the, the grain there. And then she actually applauded, like she stood up and applauded. Like she was surrounded by a bunch of females wearing white. And even there was like, a, there was a video I think that was out where um a politician was like you better watch your back or something like that yeah like, it's like Ooh. wow like wow yeah that's what happens when you don't toe the line of nancy pelosi and all these people is they have power over you and they will primary you and ruin your political career and joe manchin was another politician that that i wanted to give wow phil like, giving like, credit know, to all these democrats look, i'm telling you too let now it's hard i i i can't i have to say i respect people that go against the grain mm. like it's very easy to enrich yourself in po pelosi's uh establishment politics but it is not easy going against going against it like i i do I, I i applaud that i mean maybe maybe they still ride that liberal train but at least <laughs> uh at so least with this Trump state thing. of the union i i give I, I give those two credit at least for that day yeah yeah credit where credit's do. Well, see, here's the thing with the uh, with the Democrats. It seems like they have this facade that they're this like one big like hive mind. But right now, I feel like there's this war going on between like the Nancy Pelosi, you know, sort of style or like Democrat, and the like Ortez style Democrat. And they yeah. tried to go make it. That's why they were all white. So they wanted to go and show they were unified. And that's you know, compare the Republicans, they probably are because Republicans, you got all we had like a big big like deep state going on Republican type, you know, like. Uh, like the Mormon guy from Utah. Romney. I fucking hate yeah, like Romney. Romney. Like just rich, you know, country club Republicans versus people who are like grassroots. Yeah. And I feel like people can see, people see that's going on right now, but people don't see what's going on in the Democrat Party. And I think in 2020, that's going to really show itself because you see all these like socialist types and, you know, new Democrats who want this like Green New Deal coming forward. Then you have the establishment Democrats who are there like to um, enrich their own coffers and basically to the status quo of the Democrat Party. who don't really care about anything. It's like, look at Obama. Like he was kind of this like establishment, like Democrat, like, uh, like to the T. You know, he, he was not pro gay marriage when he came in, but then he ends up like changing the line because that's what the party told him to do. Mm. I don't think he really had an opinion so much on these issues. He probably could care less about them. You know, but he, history books are gonna say he's like the most pro-gay president or something. Like Trump was officially, like he went to a gay marriage in like 2002, something like that. Yeah, Trump is so the only like, president coming to office pro-gay marriage. Yeah, but no one thinks about that. It's like, oh well, he hates gay people. Why does he hate? Why does he hate gay people? Oh, because he's a Republican. That's what they're trying to go and do. And like the Democrats, 
they, they'll just go and whoever has the money, whoever has the votes is who they'll try to just go and like take. Yeah. And that's why they love illegal immigration is because they can go and create more voters like yeah. through that system. Very cool marijuana too. Like, yeah, like oh. the, a lot of Republicans typically haven't been very supportive of marijuana. He's like, he doesn't care. Like, <laughs> I, I just say care. leave up to the States. I, yeah. I mean, and, well, and that's fair too, fair. but yeah, every other week you have a, you have a IPO of a, cannabis company coming to light well, yeah right now like the, the the marijuana game is like really hurting like just the people because they can't get access to really decent banking right now it's all like a cash operation because i mean i i know what the bank industry does like you if you you can't deal with like people who are marijuana distributors in like most places because federal laws prohibit that it's in such mm. a legal gray area right now because federally it's illegal still. Like, you know, if you're a federal employee and you live in Colorado, you still can't smoke weed. Mm. You know, they can still drug test you. If you work for the government, like technically you can still be drug tested. Like unless right. you're a, a congressman, you can do whatever the heck you want. But uh, yeah, like what the Republicans need to go and do is start to go and change the laws because it's hurting. It's like making a lot more Democrats and people who are anti-gun. Because if you smoke weed, you're legally not allowed to go and have a like buy a firearm or anything. It's federally illegal. Whenever you've signed up the form to buy a firearm, it's like you have to go and basically lie whenever you do that. If you smoke marijuana like consistently or whatever within the last uh, I don't know, it's like a year or something like that. Mm -hmm. It's it's really hurt. It's not winning the Republicans any favors, and it's a stupid hill to die on. There's a lot more yeah. pressing issues. I know that's yeah. To go back to what you were saying about the parties being splitting up. Like the cons you know, Republicans have always been a party that's a lot of infighting because we're very individualistic. The left tends to be collectivist, the right tends to be individualistic. And when you're individualistic, everybody's bickering over little nuances and different issues. That's where you have your you know, establishment Republicans, you have your populist Trump Republicans, you have your uh, far-right religious Republicans, you have your libertarian wing, you have all these little fractions in here, they're all fighting amongst each other. And, and in, you know, for once, for fucking once in 2016, enough of them came together under a common cause and voted for Trump. The Democrats are normally the ones that are way better at that. They can always, you know, what, no, no matter what happens at the end of the day, they'll always vote for their guy and stick with their guy. And as much as I am anti-conformist, anti-NPC, and am a very individualistic, contrarian type of person, I have to fucking now yell at Republicans and say, guys, I know you don't like everything Trump does. I personally do, and many of Americans do, so let's stick together and vote for him in 2020 and stop voting third party, doing some stupid shit like that, or not voting. Because if you don't, you're going to have Democrats in control. And if you're going to go, oh, but my gun rights and my, you know, uh, free markets, you're like, you think you're going to negotiate that shit with Democrats? You might disagree with Trump's, like, tariffs. You may disagree with him bang bump stocks. But if you fucking elect a Democrat, do you think they're going to be so nice? They're going to do far more, and you're not going to be able to negotiate with them. It's just, I mean, I think it's because Republicans have a certain number of people that are just impractical and they don't realize that you have to get behind your side when it counts. You know, even if you have disagreements, you have to vote for them. I'm sorry. It's the only smart option. But going back to what you were saying on your second bit about, like, you know, dying on a hill on stupid issues, 
That's again, I, I figure I LARP on libertarians so much in these podcasts now. But when I see these libertarians, they're like, oh, legalize all drugs or, oh, taxation theft. I'm like, guys, these are hills we shouldn't be dying on. You know, we need to be talking about immigration. We need to be talking about trade. We need to be talking about, uh, you know, the deregulation of the economy. Stuff that matters to people and actually affects people. Yes, taxes do. But my point is saying, and I said this on the previous podcast, but saying taxation and theft isn't going to win any hearts and minds. But at the same time, saying, you know, all this anti-drug shit like, you know, marijuana is going to make you die or cause cancer. Like, that's just dumb. You're not going to gain any support from that. Just don't talk about drugs. If anything, do what Trump does say, leave up to the states. That's the best option you can do. You know what? You know another thing I like about Trump, though? Yeah. The He went after sex traffickers hard. Oh, yeah. And they didn't I, clap. Yeah. Like, no, but I'm saying, like, you look at what the he's Dems done. Is. He's shut down. Yeah. He's shut down Backpage. He's shut down all these, like, like, that's sites huge. that are like yeah it's huge because you people don't think about it but it's like it is a really sketchy industry and oh a yeah lot of people, it's massive yeah it's massive and like he's been he's been slicing away at it since he's taken office i have a lot of respect for that yep and a big part of that comes from cracking down legal immigration like that's where they smuggle humans yeah. over the southern yeah. border and i the only re- two reasons the democrats and yeah, you know, or well, I'll start with Democrats. The only two reasons that Democrats are, you know, have totally flipped and are pro legal immigration mostly is because votes and cheap labor. They want their votes so that they can just import votes and uh, just kill any chance a Republican ever winning again. And big businesses lobby these guys so that they can provide cheap labor because they don't want to lose, you know, cheap labor. And same with Republican establishment. Republicans have been lobbied by big businesses too saying, Hey, we want our cheap labor. And Republicans have never done anything on immigration because of that. And, you know, because they're cucks, but they want their paid sex too. (laughs) You you notice though, like it, look at it. It's all rampant. It's all rampant. Like when, when, you know, Clinton was in office, when Obama was in office, there's all these things coming out of the woodworks, you know, and yeah. all these little, all these little say, and you even had like Paul, you know, but Trump has nailed it. I, I, I can't I say, it. I can't say enough about yeah. it. I can't say enough about it. Cause I would see that like on the Twitter of like the white house Twitter, like every once in a while you see how many more that has gone down. I'm just like, Oh yes. You know, this is what hasn't been done for so long. You think, you think Trump had anything to do with the thought audit? <laughs> he engineered the I thought had to go there. I had to go there. <laughs> I had to do it. Re- bring back that fucking old, good old 2018 meme. Oh, man, that was the funniest fucking thing, the oh, thought on it. That was so that was funny. so hilarious. I was talking about that with a girl the other day. I was like, you know, that that was the funniest, like, meme of 2018. Like, the NPC meme's a close second. But the thought on it was just so clever. Oh, <laughs> Uh, do you have any more to say, Mr. Alex, before we move well, on to something the Democrats are plotting? Well, see, here's the thing with, like, the back pages. Like, you know, I understand why they took the back pages some, but, like, I, I was pissed off they got rid of the Craigslist sections because they were funny as hell. <laughs> have you ever looked in there? Like, you go look and you go just see how disgusting people are. It was a great social experiment. Yeah. Like, like you go and see people trying to get pregnant, you see people trying to get AIDS, and I, I've seen it before. Like, I never used it personally, but just like 
just looking at some of the stuff in the personal section, it was just like hilarious to go and watch that. Like, I'm like, I honestly don't think that you can really blame, you know, Craigslist for people human trafficking. If anything, if I was a government, I'd go and use those as a honeypot and then go and find the traffickers. Well, they probably do. I, I really am. I don't see the purpose of doing that. Backpages, that was a sketchy site. But well, you gotta shut you know, I, don't down. Think, I don't think the guy who did who made it did anything illegal, at least not at the time it was made. And I don't think, like, how can you really be responsible for user created content on your site? Like, you, they take down things, and you know, other than that, how can you really be responsible for that? Well, I think that's a separate thing for them. What Phil's talking about? Well, no, like they were shut down after that one law that that shut down the Craigslist personal section too. Like, it's basically making the site owner respond. Like, it's violating the... It screwed up the DMCA because that was part of the uh, safe harbor agreement. You won't be responsible for what, like, user-created contents on your site. Right. And yeah. That, that new act kind of destroyed that. And I don't know how... Like, I really don't like that. That's disturbing. The government has that capability to do that now. But, like, you know, there's that. And then what were you mentioning earlier about the uh, taxation stuff? I think it's a... I think it's a good little slogan because it gets people to go and think, you know. Well, like, yeah, not, but you're thinking about the problem. But like you know, you 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 like the uh, what's it? The thing that's going on in a couple months, the uh, the tax returns. Right. Like, you're really not getting money from the government. You're getting money that you already paid to the government every week that you work, and without any interest or anything. It's, it's a screwed up system. Like I honestly don't think there should be an income tax. So I won't go and like make that's that. That's not going to happen. Yeah. Why not? Why can't we? Why can't we live without an income tax? It was originally against the Constitution to even have one. Well, of those. I think it was the way they implement it was against Constitution, but you can do it. It's not. There's nothing. Yeah, there, there's no need for that. Why would well, you? Well, yeah, there is because our no. government's inefficient with spending, so they. Well, that's gonna make it better. So we gonna punish people who make more money. You know, we have a cigarette tax to get people to stop smoking. Well, I so think we you should have tax. a progressive tax rate. I'm totally fine with that. Like, if you are rich. Well, why? Okay, if I well, if that makes oh, any sense. Oh, here we go. <laughs> if I want to go and buy a cigarette, and I want, if I'm the government, and I say, okay, I don't want people to go and buy cigarettes, so I'm gonna hit a tax on that. So then if I put a tax on higher income brackets, what does that make people want to do? Well, first of all, they're not putting tax on cigarettes because they don't want people to buy cigarettes. The government, no, no, no. The government wants you to buy cigarettes because they get tax money. They will legalize anything to get tax money. That's why they're legalizing marijuana. That's they don't want you to smoke. Like, the reason they do that, whenever they argue for banning, you know, putting a tax on cigarettes, like when they recently increased the tax in Pennsylvania, they want it to go and be a deterrent. They use the tax money as a deterrent. Well, so I'm, not, like, I'm perfectly fine with that, too. I don't think people should be smoking well, well, because well, then I have to... The- because then I have to pay for these people when they go to a hospital and they, you know, have fucking like lung cancer or whatever. And then I have to pay for that because of their poor decisions. I personally don't care if people well, smoke thing, if I didn't have to pay for it. Well, my thing is, no, no, I'm using that logic. So we go and tax things that we want to, you know, punish people for, you know, like smoking, alcohol okay. taxes. Yeah. So then when you do that with income, what do you, what's the incentive that you're doing? What, do, what are you as a government saying? Okay, I want to go and tax drinking alcohol because, you know, it's not something we want. So if we tax people making more money, that means that we, the government, don't want them to make as much money. You want to go and punish them well, for being not Well, they're doing – yes, they're both – in both cases, we're raising taxes, but they're doing it for different reasons. For it's the, the same result. Yeah, I know it's the same result. That's, that's what I'm trying to tell you is that the thing is is that, yes, you, you know – you, 
if you go to an insane rate of taxes, nobody's going to want to get rich. They're going to hide their money elsewhere. For example, the corporate tax rate was like, what, 35 or 45% used to be. I forget the exact statistic. Um, oh, Phil, Phil's got Phil's the fact checker. No, no. Did you did you did you hear uh, a couple of days ago? Cardi B went off again on on uh, on a rant about taxes. <laughs> oh, really? She was like, "Oh, I'm getting, I'm I'm chucking what she, she was saying. She was talking about how she's paying forty five percent to taxes. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, you're you know what, Cardi? You are all over the place. You're gonna go and you're gonna go blast Tommy Laren on one day, yeah. and then you're gonna blast the tax the taxes you have to pay on the other day. What are you doing? Yeah. Like, uh, what are you gonna do? Support B- Bernie? He's 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 gonna raise them in excess of seventy percent. You really want to play that game? <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Is like I think you're part of the one percent. Hate to break it to you. Yeah. Well, like I think those extremely high taxes are stupid, but at the same time, I think. Poor people, but but celebrities like like it's like okay, so you're a celebrity, yeah, paying taxes. But then why do you vote Democrats? Why are you supporting Bernie Sanders? Yeah, or AOC? They're gonna jack your, they're gonna jack your garbage up, uh, an excess of seventy percent. Oh yeah. uh, Oh, you can't. What's wrong? You can't pay for your insane (laughs) water bills and electricity bills. Oh, sorry. Yeah. You know what's funny? When this country was founded. We had a war over like a three percent tax on like tea. We had the Boston tea. It was like a three percent. I think it was if more. Well, no, no. Whoa, 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 whoa. We got to back that see up. This shit now, how much we're getting taxed? <laughs> like you get money. You're, you work for a company. The company has a payroll tax, and then you get the money. You get an income tax, and then when you go and buy it, pretty much anything you have like sales tax goes to the state, and then like let's say you buy a cigarette, they have another like you know tax rate. So by the end of it. You know, it's really like almost like 90% tax you're getting when you buy certain things. Well, it's Sometimes not 90%, but like what? Well, I, no, it's over 100% when you buy cigarettes because to actually make the cigarette and to make in like the tobacco, it's like pennies on the dollar. Like if you buy from like any, you know, like a Asian country, it's like, like $3. And then in America, it's like, you know, in Pennsylvania, it's like $7. In New York, it's $10. So that's like several t- several like it's an order of magnitude higher than what it actually costs to make so that's like a 300 percent tax right there i don't know how that math's working but i would just say don't buy cigarettes that's a simple solution well, no, like, it's, yes it's your money you should be able to come use it for whatever you want so why do yeah. you tax on top of the income tax that that's not fair you get taxed well what ways. is fair what is fair tax the things that need to be taxed what, what like, tax what's fair? okay but they've done that no, well, then, yeah, that's how they should keep it. When we had this country founded, that's what we lived Yes, on. but we don't we live in the same country. It's not sustainable to live America. that way. It, well, it was 13 place. colonies. It was barely. Yeah, like, was it Monica? I mean, you think they have an income tax in that country. But well, we're not Monica. We're totally. Well, look, 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 look. This is the problem I have with this, like, libertarian thought of, oh, we just get rid of the IRS or get rid of all these taxes. It's not going to feasibly happen because the government. Look, you need to first start cutting back on spending. But even if you do that, even if you do that, you still need a shit ton of money. The military's fucking expensive. Education's fucking expensive. Even though well, you don't have to pay. Well, okay, make you pay for education. We do we through taxes. <laughs> No, well, like my cousins, they went to private school. Why, Pri- so, why does my aunt have to go and pay for public school taxes I, and they don't I, even go to public school? I, I understand that. I tend to agree with that, actually, in some ways. But my point is, is that 
with tax like because uh, back back to what i was saying with a progressive tax rate where you know poor people pay some then the middle class pay a little more then the rich pay a little more i think personally personally i am not a you know political specialist on what the best policy is but just to me it makes sense that if you're poor obviously you're not going to afford a lot of taxes so you can pay what you know whatever that amount is the middle class obviously shouldn't be taxed too much because you're trying to work really hard and you know taxes can definitely hurt you and obviously stifle growth but if you are rich and which means you're pretty comfortable in life obviously you don't want to penalize success too much but they should be chipping in i hate to sound like bernie but they should chip in a little more because it's easier for that group to do that now that doesn't mean you go full bernie sanders and do a 70 percent tax you know we're gonna tax all the rich we're, if you have no, a 10 tax, tax we're gonna it. take their money we're just gonna take it all we're gonna go warlord <laughs> They already spend more on taxes. They they pay property taxes. They pay you know so even if it was ten percent, ten percent from you know like a millionaire is a hell of a lot more than ten percent from some guy making five dollars an hour or whatever. Yeah, or seven twenty five. Like they already get taxed more. That's why I think I know. You know I don't like I don't like income tax. I think we should do away with it. But at least a flat tax would be fair. No, because, no, 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 yeah, no, no. Absolutely. Flat taxes help the rich and hurt the poor. Every way you look at it, that's what they always do. Well, the, the consumption tax is like what a couple of these like conservatives are kind of preaching. I know Huckabee was preaching a consumption oh, really? tax a while back. The like that would make more sense. That's what we had back then. But even even then, back then, you know, we we almost we declared war from England over like a tiny tiny tax. No, 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 no. There were bigger taxes. I was watching something recently. I think was it the. Um, it was either the Stamp Act or the Townsend Act. I forget these ones, but it was a massive tax. It wasn't just like the three percent that you're mentioning. Zero percent to like three for like four. And and that wasn't really the only reason. Like that was a obviously a big part that was a of huge it. Reason. Yeah, we had a whiskey rebellion over a whiskey tax in Pennsylvania. Well, that's because people are fucking you know alcoholics here. Well, like, you know, people, like, <laughs> you know how much money we get taxed, like, tax season, just look at this, and I'm like, Jesus, you know, I made this money, I worked my ass off to make this money, and now I'm getting screwed over. Like, oh, I know, I know. You pay for roads by, like, the registration, you pay that for consumption, you know, you register your vehicle, boom, registration, put the tax on there, boom. I know, I am in agreement with that, I'm just saying that it's the only best solution in a society is to collect taxes and have a government doing it well, well you could have taxes based on the items like tax the individual items that you purchase we don't have a tax problem we have a fucking spending problem yes yeah, that's a we problem spend too. a gargantuan yeah. amount of money on just stupid shit crap yeah and part of it and and uh, you we were talking about teaching uh the teachers union's probably the worst one of oh, the worst yeah. unions out there. Oh yeah. Right? How about these teachers do their not like their and they were talking job. about like, oh, we need education reform. Yeah. How about how about we, we uh destroy the teachers union because it's worthless and 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 have teachers if you suck, you're fired. How about how about being able to fire somebody a teacher that's feeds spoonfuls of semen to, to students, right? How about fire him? How about how about how about not? How about not giving a retirement to to an assistant coach who molests children in a college shower? Okay. How about that? 
the, the, you fix that, and then the, the, then maybe we can talk about collecting extra tax revenue. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> Here's one thing I'll give Trump real good credit for in the uh, ta- in the uh, tax reform bill. He finally made unions not tax deductible. Like unless you, I think if you itemize it, you can. But yeah. normally, it's like you used to be able to go and deduct on your taxes. Just average Joe, even if you take a standard deduction. And you oh, know, yeah. like, and you know how stupid, like, just stupid. Well, you, you, you both know how stupid socialism is. But like, <laughs> not, there, there was a, there, there was a report that I read that even if, even if President Bernie warlorded every billionaire, <laughs> every, every, every billionaire and millionaire, pay for his Trump, stuff. You still couldn't pay for any of the shit that right. they're talking about. Like, it's just, it's just like. At, at some point, when does common sense sink in? But here's the thing. They, they don't argue common sense. Are, are, common sense is gone. Well, are, this is socialism is the equivalent of a get rich quick scheme. You ever see those paid programs on television? Where they're <coughs> like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the, you have that. Uh, what was the one? The one back in the day, Don LaPree, where he's like, I can make. Thousands and thousands of dollars putting tiny classified ads in newspapers. That dude's Bernie Sanders, okay? He didn't kill himself. He's actually reincarnated, and he's now Bernie Sanders. How about that? Mic drop. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 actually, I want to talk about that right now. It's a good segue into the New Green Deal, which has been making headlines because uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez Back in the headlines again, might I emphasize. Oh, there's a shocker. Yeah, is pushing this thing hard. And look, I've seen so many fake memes and fake news being spread about this. So I want to like first clarify what this actually is about. If you go on NPR's website, they actually did a good job for once um, (laughs) and showed what this whole shebang is about. It's basically a 10-year plan to meet the, quote, 100% of the power demand in the United States through clean, renewable, and zero-emission energy sources, unquote. Right off the bat, we're getting renewable energy for everything. So they want to upgrade all existing buildings in the country for energy efficiency. They want to work with farmers to eliminate pollution, greenhouse gas emissions, as much as uh, technologically feasible. Um while supporting family farms and promoting universal access to healthy food. They want to overhaul transportation systems to reduce emissions, including expanding electric car manufacturing, building charging stations everywhere, and expanding high-speed rail to a scale where air travel stops becoming necessary. And I'm quoting all this from the article, by the way. Guaranteed job with a family-sustained wage, adequate family medical leave, paid vacations, and retirement security for every American, high-quality health care for all Americans. Now, I know what you all are thinking. This sounds idealistic as fuck. This sounds expensive as fuck. And I agree. But, here's the big but, this is a very bold plan for the future. And having a bold but idealistic plan is better than no plan. And do the Republicans have a plan? No, they don't. So guess who's taking up all the oxygen right now with the most provocative, bold plan? AOC. Okay, I, I, I feel like every week I have to say this now. And I'm going to say it again. I don't care how many times I have to say this. Stop underestimating this girl. Stop underestimating the socialist wing of the Democratic Party because this is seductive. 
this stuff right here, free stuff, renewable energy, you know, electric cars everywhere and windmills everywhere. This is the left's wet hard, dream. She went hard on this get rich quick scheme. Like, she <laughs> went all out. She went harder than Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> she's the she's the uh, the the TV infomercial where she's behind uh, someone else's large house and boat and cars or whatever. <laughs> See, all of this could be yours. All you have to do is yeah, whatever. Oh yeah, but here's the thing with that is that that again, those infomercials are seductive. This is seductive yeah, too, yeah. and that's why I keep telling Republicans to stop being stupid with this girl. Yes, I think she sounds kind of stupid when she talks about this too, because she talks like a kindergarten teacher. You know that you know shouldn't be uh, on the job at all but hey guess who's getting the attention right now it's aoc like, i'll frame this question to you guys i post this on facebook and this is the point i've been trying to make to people who do conservatives talk about more trump or aoc well aoc yeah, you heard that hesitation there yeah. that's my point yeah that's my point we're not even talking about our own guy who's kicking ass right now uh, more than AOC, who's just as like representative from a Look, district in New York. It's so hard. It's hard not to talk about her exactly. because it's just so fun to make fun of. <laughs> I mean, it's just fun. I I, I mean I, I mean she had that she had that there there was that ad where she was stumbling on her words and they had the Billy Madison guy. It was like. This is the most insanely idiotic thing I have ever heard in my <laughs> life. Uh, everyone in this audience is now dumber having heard your uh, yeah it was I was laughing. <laughs> I, well, of course I like Billy Madison too, but <laughs> but I, I mean it's just it's hard when people say stuff that's stupid to just not make fun of them not to make fun of them yeah just yeah and that's the difference and ultimately when that's the difference between the the Republicans' plans and the Democrats' plans. When the Democrats come up with a bad plan, there's there's zero logic tied to it whatsoever. It's all over the place. They're tripping over each one of their demographs. There's no anything tied behind it. At least with Republicans, there's some sort of, oh, okay, I I mean, well, that's the it, thing with this. It sucks, yeah. but I can kind of get. I kind of get where you're coming from, so I can kind of get behind it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know what the hell this is. I, I, mean, I can see what this being is just a first draft. You know, they're probably gonna have future plans of this. Probably the same name. They're gonna have a lot of drafts, but you're gonna see this thing evolve. And I'm just telling you, just saying this shit like renewable energy for everything is bold, and you can picture it. You can picture America of windmills. You can picture America of electric cars. It's powerful you persuasion. Know, yeah, and and of course with logic. Okay, so so you know you know, do you know what? How we're gonna get renewable energy when we Elon reach Musk. grid par parity? You know, grid parity meaning that the price of renewable energy renewable energy Is becomes cheaper. equal or, or cheaper, cheaper. Yeah. than the existing stuff that's exactly. the only way you're going to do it because it, it doesn't matter if it's expensive they're going to be like well hell no I'm gonna, exactly I'm gonna, I'm gonna do what works exactly and that's and that's the problem she's ultimately going to face oh yeah well this is why i keep telling people uh 2020 I don't, i'm not worried about it. trump's got in the bag it's gonna be fine mm -hmm. now i shouldn't be saying that because i don't want conservatives to become complacent but as a prediction i'm just saying that this is trump's to win easily 
2024 and beyond is where I'm scared because these technologies are going to get better. AOC is going to get smarter. She gets experience. What the fuck is going to happen then? Are conservatives going to drop the ball, which they usually do because I feel like I read about conservatives more Democrats now, but they have a history of fucking up. You know, we didn't fuck up in 2016. We did awesome, but I can see them fucking up again. It's just inevitable. They'll say something stupid about abortion or God or guns or whatever, and they're going to just look bad. Whereas you got the Democrats now with this infighting of the establishment and the anti-establishment. Will this anti-establishment socialism take over in 2024? Probably not, but AOC, when she gets over is able to run. I don't know. You, you, know what, you, you know what Congress is like? Congress is like that football game. Okay, <laughs> so every, every time, every time either side gets the ball they fumble it okay exactly so that's, that's, it's just one stop fumble fest after the other right and they've been doing it since the beginning of the game eventually people are just going to turn the channel and go okay is rick and morty coming on like, <laughs> are you big brain enough for that alex well see here's my thing with the uh, green new deal i think what's going to be a really important factor in that you know we have like like millions of truck drivers out there, millions of gas station attendants, millions of people who work in the oil industries and the natural gas industries, millions of people who work in factories that rely on coal and uh, other non-green power supplies. Right. Once, if the Republicans were smart, they would go and weaponize this Green New Deal and use that to go and attract all these blue-collar workers. Yes. If you are in the... Because I know diesel mechanics, if this happens... They're going to be out of the job, and that's what they're trained on. By the time, you know, this would get into play, they'd be, you know, good probably 30, maybe even 40 years old. So at that point, you're kind of screwed because you're going to be too old to really go back to school and try something completely different. And, you know, it's they're going to be in a bad place, and they're not going to be old enough for retirement. So it's gonna real it's gonna really hurt those people. And that's what we need to go and do as Repu as like Republicans, because they, this does not address what happens to uh, at least not from what I've seen. What's gonna happen to people who are involved in like you know logging or you know trucking? Job displacement. So truckers out there. Because it's gonna displace a lot of jobs, and yep. you know yep. a, tr a truck driver's job. Because when they get electronic trucks, they're gonna get most likely automated. Exactly. Those. And that's going to kill jobs. And when they go and like the oil rig workers, they're not going to have jobs. It's going to hurt so many people like the clean natural gas we have in Pennsylvania. Like the, the people who operate those fracking apparatuses, they are not going to be able to get easily transition to green jobs. And that's going to exactly. really screw up those workers. And so Republicans, instead of doing whatever they're doing right now, just like complaining and whatnot, they need to go weaponize this and say, Hey, a vote for us to vote against this, uh, you know, crazy job killing, people. you know, people who work in the car industry, because, you know, that's going to be a, big, a major thing, too. They were not going to have nearly as many car companies once they start going all electronic. It's, it's not going to work. A lot of people won't be able to go and afford that. Like the R&D on those things is expensive. And this doesn't even talk about like one of the major reasons why renewable energy is so expensive is because it relies on these like crazy minerals like rare earth elements are mostly found in china so instead Ooh. of like making us dependent on uh, gulf countries for oil we're gonna be dependent on china i don't think that's a very good idea unless we can start creating you know these things from materials that we have in the united states i i see this as being a big problem and you know we're like it was said in the state of the union address 
United States is like the, the biggest Soviet Union address. And the Soviet Union address. Yeah. The <laughs> United States is one of the biggest exporters of oil. Yeah. Like right now. And so instead of using a resource that we currently have an excess of, we're going to be using resources that we don't have here and has to be found from China. Because now that we have our own oil, we don't need to go make wars for oil. We have it ourselves. You know, so this is really putting us in a shitty situation. We're going to be China's bitch. I don't (laughs) like that. That's what AOC wants. She does not care about, you know, the United States citizens that are going to be put out of the job because they've, you know, they had a job that she doesn't like. It's dirty. It involves oil or coal or natural gas or trucking. She doesn't care about that. She just cares about her trendy New York friends who went to get degrees in social science and works in a bar or like a Starbucks, one of those stupid jobs. That's what she cares about. Her her ideal like person voting for her would be like your college student who's like who takes like a medieval studies degree or some bullshit like that. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> but the thing that's uh funny and I'm glad you mentioned it about truck drivers is a perfect like the trucking industry is a perfect industry to look at as to what's going to happen in future America. Not only are we going to have electric vehicles taking over, but automation where it's going to displace a lot of jobs. And the key component of that also is not only are these jobs going to be lost, but the left goes, oh, we'll just rehire them and they'll do this and that. No, you have to understand these people, and I'm not saying this in a condescending elitist rude way at all, but these are low-skilled labor jobs. You cannot just pick up a truck driver and teach them the code you know hashtag learn the code um you know it's not easy so what are you going to do with these people because what happens we've already seen this happen and this is why trump won is when the factory closes down in ohio and moves to china all these people lose their jobs they're unemployed and they turn to opioids they turn to drugs this is why i am a hundred percent against legalizing all drugs right now because i am seeing that we're gonna go we're going down the path really quickly where ai is getting a lot better it's gonna replace a lot of jobs and or displace like um i I remember this one asian guy in 60 minutes said uh he was like a chinese guy is like an expert in ai he said that they will displace 40 percent of jobs within like yeah. the next 10 30 years yeah but w- w- the way he words it though is that it has i think he said like he has the potential to replace like 40 percent, and i believe it 100 percent, because we're already seeing it happen with not only blue collar but white collar jobs and when you do that what are you going to do with these people and w- i mean this is a serious concern and like you i think you were smart to point out alex is that republicans can easily counter this green new deal by being the ones that are going to save these jobs not necessarily stop the innovation but find a way to save these jobs and to save these people. Because this innovation is going to happen. It's just how are we going to well, deal with it? Because it's not like, oh, people are like, oh, it's just like, you know, when we had the steam engine or we had the uh, printing press, we overcame it. Yes, but those were slow things that only affected a smaller number of jobs. AI and automation affects all jobs, every single job out there. And it's coming a lot quicker and everybody's asleep at the wheel. Well, AI seems like it's a buzzword right now. People <laughs> say, oh, we're going to be using that. Like, no, I work I work with AI. I've worked with that shit before. It's not nearly as, like, awesome as, like, I mean, it's pretty cool. But, like, to get the AI that you're talking about, it's, like, billions and billions of dollars for each. And, like, just the stuff you have to go and do, I don't think it's as big of a deal as, as people make it out to be. Because to do that, you need just ungodly amounts of processing power. And it's oh, so yeah. Stupid. 
Like I, I deal with that shit on the, um, you know, pretty consistent basis. It's useful, but like you're still gonna need to have someone over there to go and filter through the crap. And, oh like, yeah. But China That's... is getting a lot better with it because they have 1.4 billion people to test it on. Well, because they've caught up to the U.S. really quickly. Now I don't know if their innovation levels will beat the U.S. Like so far, Silicon Valley's still kicking everybody's ass, but well, China you know what, can you know test China's it. Doing? You know what China's doing? They're testing it like every day on millions of people. Now the reason they have like seven percent growth is because they build cities that nobody loves in. It's not even a joke. They have ghost cities in China because that's what they do to go say, "Oh, you know, here's we're getting like six percent growth over here." But they're building places that nobody lives in in the middle of nowhere. They're building like cities, whole cities that nobody uses. And they basically defraud the GDP system by oh, doing yeah. that. Yeah, I know. I'm just talking about their AI efforts. I know that their economic figures are kind of inflated, but like they're in their um see I don't want to use the word innovation, but uh you know, research they're doing in AI is staggering. That's what they do. They steal shit from us. Oh yeah, they do. And then they, and then they use it. That's all that they do. That well not all that they do, but that's a significant portion of what they do. Like people say, like, oh, China's this huge powerhouse. The only reason they're as strong as they are is because we let them steal from us. And Trump's the only one I've seen really talk about that. Yeah, yeah. They steal our IPs over there, and they sell the same stuff. Like the guy who made Segway. That was an American company. And then guess what happened? The Chinese stole it, sold so much in China, and then they bought the real Segway company. So the Chinese knockoffs are real Segways now. Yeah. That's, that's how it works. Well, that's I think Chinese a lot of, I think a lot of companies outsource to China, too. Like, they're, they're, they... They have these. Uh, they they have these Chinese companies doing a lot of their like coding work and AI work and stuff like that. So they go over there, and then it's like, well, shoot, we can we can do this ourselves. Like, I don't know. well, you know why they well, the, can do that? It's um, I don't know. It's it's uh, it's rough business. But I'll go back to the I'll go back to the the trucking industry though. Like. When you're talking about our alternative uh, alternative energy, it's gotta it's gotta be a natural transition. You can't just manufacture the transition; it's not gonna work. Right. It's like with anything else that you manufacture, it's just not gonna work. There's already there's already like trucks, right? There's already like a couple of trucks that have like ten miles a gallon, right? Right. And you can go 10 miles a gallon. You have a lot of truckers that won't even touch those trucks because they're like, well, no, this it, it's the maintenance costs are outrageous. There's like, yeah, there's no way I'm going anywhere near this mess. But, you know, and that that's going to be I mean, there's and the problem with AI. I mean, maybe that maybe they solve it. But there's too many in like with the real world. There's too much intangible stuff like there's just still too many intangible things even with like you know ai and enterprise resource planning or anything like that you know there's there's all there you know there's always intangibles that that businesses use to try to get a leg ahead you know mm. or try to manipulate you know because you know businesses are competition you know and and ai systems really don't cover that like they cover a lot of the you know menial stuff a lot of the routine business stuff but you're not gonna you're, you're really not gonna get the what it takes to go from you know startup company to mm. large like okay well there are some things like an entrepreneur that they might not be able to replace but 
They could. I don't know. I mean, they they can make like one thing people would say is, oh, like we're just gonna in the future be doing art and movies. AI can do that too. Not saying it's gonna be better, but I'm just saying they can do it. Yeah, I don't I don't know how an AI movie would be. <laughs> I don't know either, because uh, they can definitely do like paintings or graphics and whatnot. Yeah. But like an actual movie, I I don't know how they'd be able to do that, but. You know, have you seen computer generated like like computer generated dungeons and video games? Like I remember playing like <laughs> what was it Oblivion? That was like the big sell. Like oh look, it was like a computer generated dungeons and they sucked some of them. Yeah, they look like shit. And if a human actually does, it looks so much better. It's just like it's a buzzword right now. I mean, eventually, yeah, it probably will be useful. But like I- I've seen the stuff. Like you need to have someone who can go and clean up the shit that the AI system messes up. Because that, that's one of the big issues. But in general, though, do we really need a Green New Deal? No. I don't think we need it. I think what we have right now is working through making so many jobs. That should be our slogan. Like, why do we need a Green New Deal? We're doing fine as it is. We're doing better than fine. Like, Trump is making things great. Unemployment's down for, you know, black, Hispanic, white, you know, female, male. Everyone is having, like, record unemployment levels. What about transgender people? Well, you know, they can... Um, I don't know. Uh, do they even take records? <laughs> I don't know. But I just well, saw something very funny. Uh, Trump sent out a tweet. and <laughs> It's fucking funny. He said, quote, Today, Elizabeth Warren, sometimes referred to uh, by me as Pocahontas, joined the race for president. Will she run as our first Native American presidential candidate, or has she decided that after 32 years, this is not playing so well anymore? <laughs> See you on the campaign, in all caps, TRAIL LIST! <laughs> <laughs> he was making a mockery of the Trail of Tears! You know, I hope she does. <laughs> well, I hope she does. Yeah, they're going to blow that up <laughs> on MSNBC. So much shit on her. It's gonna be like oh, that guy there he like goes. His race was self again. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm gonna be under fire for racism now because I read what Trump tweet, but he just put all caps trail like the trail of tears. Oh my god, that's fucking funny. Holy shit! <laughs> I like a freaking Jeep Cherokee named Elizabeth Warren because it's white and it thinks it's, it's like a freaking. Yeah. it's white. It thinks it's Native American. Holy yeah. fucking shit! Oh my god. Here, let 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 me just say something real quick. Um, oh fuck! Um, look, I, the 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 uh, the left, they, a lot of them want to say that you know America, like America was never great, you know, and we, yeah, uh, America is the greatest country in the history of human civilization. There is not there has never been a better country than the United States. You know how lucky we all are to be here, to be in this country. America on its worst day, right, is still better than any country on its best freaking day. And and it 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 really does irk me when I hear somebody say that America was never great. My ass, it was never great. We were great. We're great militarily. We, we have the best military on earth. That makes us great. Uh, financially, that makes us pretty great, right? Uh, uh, the, the, the poor people here 
are the envy of the freaking world, right? You, the, like people look at poor people here and they look, they say, oh, that's poor. Like they, these people are starving outside of the country. Like you, the, the audacity you're slapping, you're slapping every military person and every veteran in the face. If you're saying that America was never great, there's a lot of people that have fought and died for for us to have the wonderful life that we have, okay? That's soldiers, that's veterans, that's civil rights leaders, right? Is America perfect? No, but guess what? You're not going to get perfection when you put millions and millions of people on a plot of land. It's just perfection's not going to happen. And, and oh, oh, by the way, uh, if colonialism rules out uh, rules out what's legal or illegal, uh, then then nowhere uh, uh, then nowhere is is legal then because e every square inch of the earth has been occupied or colonized by someone, right? It's like oh you and, and you get liberals oh we should just be more like Europe. Europe has been the most colonized piece of land ever. Like how many how many people? The Greeks, Romans, British, the Christian Crusades, the like the Germans, the like look how many people have to occupy it before you go, "Oh, well maybe uh maybe we should just lay off on the whole illegal legal immigration thing." I I loathe that argument. I loathe it to a core. I totally agree. And I'm always also triggered by that because, I mean, I'm going to add a little bit, but I really couldn't have said that better. But uh, I do get really triggered when people say America is never great because it's always coming from these bourgeois white liberals. Always. Always, always, always. The first time that I kind of heard it from a public individual well, I mean, I'm sure I've probably heard it from somebody else, but white Colin British. Kaepernick. Oh. Uh, He's not white. Oops. Uh, <laughs> Half. So, okay. Um, let's see here. Um, you, you, you grant you, you came from, you, you came from a poor upbringing as a child, but you went, you went to you went to Wisconsin and you were raised by wonderful people. They raised you up and they brought you up into something, right? They molded you and you 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 they you, they molded you into a a quarterback. Which definitely, if you're going to be a quarterback in the NFL or even in college for that matter, it takes some serious molding, right? It takes some time. It takes some parental time. It takes patience. Uh, it's not just athleticism. There has to be some sort of technique that goes into that. Anyway, you go, you go to a team, and they give you a boatload of money, right? Where I'm sorry, where is this happening? Where are you, are you go? I mean, unless you're learning to play soccer in England, but even then, there's no, there's no chance. There, there's not a real possibility like we're okay so you go to england to learn to play soccer guess what half of the half of those teams are owned by people outside of england most of the superstars that are in england are from outside of england like where are you gonna what, like 
you're not making sense. We, you, you, you say in America isn't great. Where else are you going to get a seven-year, $122 million deal to just up and squander, right? Oh, I, it, it, it hurts my brain watching people think sometimes. Yeah, well, because they're not thinking. That's the other thing. And a lot of these people, they grow up here, nice, rich, posh area, and they don't appreciate what they have. I mean, look, I grew up very lucky. I didn't grow up in a poor neighborhood. You know, I grew up in a lucky household for the most part. So I'm grateful of it. But at the same time, when I hear these people say America is never great, I think, what country was put, put a man on the moon? What country ended slavery? What country gave women the right to vote? What country legalized gay marriage? What country uh, has created iPhones, has created the greatest technological innovations the world has ever seen? It's America. Every We're always kicking ass. Every country's constitution. Every country's constitution yeah. is a mirror of, of ours. At some point, yeah. the, the, US, the U.S. constitution is the greatest piece of written legislature ever written in human in human civilization oh yeah the 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 we are and we are the fighting force and then people people are like oh well why is the military budget so high or the defense budget so high there is nobody that covers more ground than we do there is no one that fights for the rights of people as a whole that we do you think you think if we go out you think if we just up and pack our crap and go you think that the the whoever comes in is going to treat those people as good as us look at iraq right when we pulled when, when obama pulled out of iraq who came in isis right did they treat those people with respect Hell no. We were watching. We were watching it on YouTube. People cutting heads off and whatever. It's 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 ridiculous. It is a what it, these arguments are absolutely ridiculous to the very core. Oh, yeah. I mean, and at the same time, you'll see these people say, oh, but America had slavery. America had racism. So did everybody else. What? Yeah. Half of Europe had slaves. I, I like the. The, the Egyptians, had the the Egyptians had slaves. <laughs> the the you know the Asians had slaves. The, the, you know <laughs> all of Europe. Like, like yo, you take over a country. <laughs> like well, you know, you talk about like Alexander the Great and all these all these guys. Genghis Khan. Yes, what? A Chad. <laughs> yeah, but guess what? They had <laughs> slaves too. How do you what do you, they, what do you, how do you think really? people got like, slaves? It's like oh, let let me. Let me abandon America because they had slaves, but let me be a part of something else that is way worse, that has more people living under slave wage and the wage gap way worse. What you want to be? You want to be a socialist country? How does that work, right? Look at every every country. Let, let's think of every country that has socialism: Cuba, China. Uh, Venezuela. Um, what, what, what are some other countries here? Help me out. Uh, Russia, but that was communism. The Soviet Union, but yeah. yeah well, well, no, we'll, 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 we'll include them in this argument, though. What, any anybody else? Uh, I'm trying to think of all the countries that have failed. North Korea. <laughs> North Korea, because like when that, when Bernie points to like Denmark and Sweden, that's not really socialist. 
it's a very you know um, mm-hmm. mixed market economy. But at the same time, yeah, America's created capitalism and created all these great inventions. But when we we've had our bad problems, like you know racism, slavery, mm-hmm. like awful things, yeah. probably the worst yeah. things our country's done. Uh-huh. But guess what? We evolved. What what parts of the world have not evolved? The Middle East, India. India still has slavery. Mm-hmm. The Middle East pushes gays off of buildings. Mm-hmm. The only Muslim majority countries is homosexuality yeah, punishable by death. Nowhere else in the world, there's a problem yeah. there. So you so hearing hearing Bernie talk about we need to go after the top one percent, like. You want to be a socialist country, it's what the wealth gap is way worse. Why? Because the government takes the whole pot, and guess what? They like to keep a whole lot of that for themselves. Yeah. They, they tend to not like to give out to redistribute amongst the people, right? That's why that's why you have a whole bunch of government officials in those countries that are riding around in limousines and all that craziness and then you got and then you got people starving in those countries. Like it's the the how good do we have it in America? They're starving over in those socialist freaking countries. We are wasting billions of pounds of food a year. Right, a day. We're about billions of pounds of food a day. We have too much right? of it. We have too much of it. <laughs> That's how great we are. You want to? You you can you can call me a prick for saying that if you want to, but it's the reality of where you are. You got you are really 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 lucky to be in the situation that you are in, being in the greatest country in human civilization. Well, that's why I said when I was in my world in conversation here where we were talking about, you know, various political issues. So somebody mentioned privilege. And, of course, there's a white bourgeois liberal. It's like, oh, my God, I'm so privileged. White people are so privileged. There's so much about privilege, privilege, She's, like, freaking out about this privilege. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's, let's cut the shit here. <laughs> let's cut the shit. There's only two privileges in my mind that exist, national privilege and class privilege. Like you said, you're lucky to be born an American because no matter where the fuck you're born, if you're born in the slums of Detroit or if you're born in um, you know, Hollywood or New York City, you are luckier and you're in the top 1% of the world. I am privileged. Oh, really? I am privileged. I've got American privilege. Hell fucking yeah. I've, I, 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 I was born and I grew up. Look, like, like my, my life. Like, look, I grew up to a poor single mom. I'm oh, sorry about that. Uh, I, was, uh, I was close to my. Throat. Yeah, I just right. don't want peeking. Yeah, you know. So um, I, I grew up with a poor single mom who had 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 drug issues. Oh, shit. You know, I know real self-disclosure. Got it. But <laughs> um, but I I'm still and I joined the military right out of high school because it really wasn't, you know, there wasn't much going on. Like I wasn't like, you know, yeah. The schools weren't great, you know. But anyway, you know, I I I went in the military. I made something out of myself. I worked hard. Uh and I ended up here, right? I ended up uh, at at Penn, Penn State, State. Yeah. right? Pretty good school, right? <laughs> you know, I and I, this doesn't happen. This doesn't happen outside of the country. 
You, you don't do this. You don't, you, you, you don't get to go to be from where I was to where I am at now. You don't do that outside of the United States. Maybe, but I'm telling you, it happens on a regularity here. There's, the, I mean, it really bothers me to the core when I hear people say that, um, that we have it so bad. Like we have it. All you have to do to succeed in this world, like, and, and I know Ben Shapiro has said this a, uh, once or twice, graduate high school. Absolutely. Right. Uh, don't get a felony. Right. That's it. Uh, yeah. Don't get a felony. Right. Uh, don't have a child uh, early. Right. Make sure you're financially secure before you decide to make a child in this world. Right. Uh, yeah. Then don't don't make monumental screw ups. Right. Which the felony thing that is kind of a monumental screw up. But look, <laughs> uh, the, but yeah, do those things and continue to work hard, right? And you will amount to something, right? You know, no, nobody's got like, look, there, there's a finite amount. Look, look, laws of economics. There's a finite amount of resources in this world. You want a piece of that? You're going to have to compete with other people. That means you have to work hard, right? You have to work harder than the next guy if you want to amount to something. No, nothing's going to be nothing's going to be handed out that's worth anything, right? It's, it just doesn't work that way, right? And and oh, people, uh, yeah, I know I'm going off on a rant here, but like the, <laughs> now the you minimum, know this. <laughs> the, the minimum wage is like like people are like oh well, we should just raise the minimum wage to like fifteen or a sixteen bucks a livable wage. There's no such damn thing. If you want to be, if you want value in your wage, you need to make yourself more valuable, right? That's, that's so don't get that. medieval studies degrees, what you're saying. What? what I said, you? so don't get a medieval studies degree is what you're saying. Oh, you, you went there, didn't you? <laughs> you went well, there. Alex already did. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, like, but, but like, um, Make yourself better. Yeah, and exactly. It doesn't, it doesn't need to be like a college degree or you anything gotta like that. You got to make smart choices in life. Make yourself valuable. Yeah, exactly. You guys Do something. Yeah. Right? If you want to learn to get, if you're good at coding, you want to learn to code, or you want to do whatever you want to do, go for it. Go for uh -oh, it. We're gonna get this video shut down now. But yeah, you make yourself well, valuable. It is as simple as stuff. that. Because here's here's the here's the thing. I don't think Phil could hear you. <laughs> you raise the minimum wage, right? Yeah. Raise the minimum wage, and everything else goes up shortly thereafter. Everything goes up shortly thereafter. Like, oh, you're going to raise the minimum wage of 15 bucks an hour? Guess what? Big Macs are going to end up being 10 bucks, right? The, and they're going to uh, be served by robots, not Yeah, people. no, they're going to be served by robots. Surprise. Yeah. Well, um, so that, that whole rant put a smile on my face, not going to lie, because that's literally what it's all about here. I mean, that's the philosophy I believe in. It's the philosophy that has made a successful country. The problem is we're slipping from that. People are getting lazier because they're getting, you know, free shit and they're lazy because of the they, they get the privilege of being lazy because of all the great people that have made this country as awesome as it is like look there's so many there's so many white trash people in this country that's that racist get, that get to enjoy 
doing nothing, right? You like people fucking work problem. I fucking can't stand people who are given everything like the opportunity. And they just go and flounder. Like I, like it's bullshit. Like if you get any sort of opportunity, you need to go and make the best of that. You need to go yep. and try to go to go to work every day. Like that's one of the easiest things to do. Don't get Amen. fired for not showing up. Like I can't tell how many people I know just stop showing up to fucking work. Like what what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I am totally offended by that statement. <laughs> when you're no, white, you don't know what shit. it's like to be poor. He literally said that, Bernie, by the way. Oh, my God. Oh, I know. Like, that's, that's bullshit. Like, there's white people out here who've done, who've, who are fucking poor as shit. Go to trailer park. The most black people. Like, you know, I've been to fucking trailer parks. I've seen yep. shit like that. Yep, exactly. And I've been, you know, I've seen, you know, white people getting food stamps. It, it, you know, it happens to everybody. But, you know... I don't think it makes a difference, you know, if you're one color or the other. You know, it's yep. if you're poor, you're poor. Yep. If you're dirt poor, you're dirt poor. If you're rich, you're rich. Poverty like, do does not that... discriminate based on race. No. <laughs> like, do you think because Oprah's black, she I'm I'm more privileged than her? Like, how the fuck does that make any sense? I, I had a sociology professor argue. That with me really? That Oprah Winfrey was working class. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. Here, here. This fucking sociology professor also said that like no militaries trained not to rape or something or, like all militaries trained. Yeah, she was some fucking dumbass. That's pretty fucking woke. It's a sociology professor. I think everybody has one. Like it's your quintessential college experience in a bottle. <laughs> Somewhere Zoe is smiling. Uh, oh yeah, where is she? I thought she was uh, gonna be here today. Is she not making? No, nah, she. Uh... She had to make an extra stop at the Planned Parenthood. That's what Alex is speculating. Uh, I don't know. I, you don't know? I, I you haven't kept tabs yeah, on her? Well, I mean, Did her battery die in her... Uh, you can't keep tabs on someone like that. It's just like yeah, you, she shows up whenever she wants to. Uh, She's, I don't know. I learn on. about her like everybody else does on her Twitter feed. That's oh, it. yeah. That's it. <laughs> That's where she spends most of her time. So. Yeah, you know, and then even then it's like hot and cold. I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what's bullshit? You know, Pennsylvania's liquor laws. Like, that's the most, like, autistic shit I've seen all day. It actually is. As someone that hates you know, alcohol. Utah's is, like, right on par with Pennsylvania. They're Why is fucking, fucking Utah? Yeah, they're all Mormons. You got Mormons over there. They don't drink. They hate that shit. Ooh. But they're rough. They're, like, right part, like, getting pretty close to our liquor laws. Like, I think they could sell, like, beer in, like, gas stations before we could. Wow. Yeah, see, that to me is dumb. Like, I don't care where you can sell it. I mean, I just think people are dumb to buy it. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it's fun. But, like, they, well, I mean, they do have, like, le- they, I think they can only sell, like, 3.6, like, basically, like, super light beer there, but still. Yeah. And, we... Like, who buys that shit like that <laughs> non-alcoholic beer? I went to the beer store, I went to the distributor today to go and buy some alcohol. Yeah. And then they had this, like, beer over there that had no alcohol in it. It's just like, what is this? This is like the vapes with no nicotine in it. Is that what it is? Well, wait, wait. How is it classified as a beer if it has no alcohol? What's like that What's stuff O'Doul's? like that O'Doul's or whatever? It's like some malted beverage that doesn't have any alcohol. I don't know how the hell they make it. it it's disgusting. Like, you don't – I mean, I like beer and all, but, like, I wouldn't drink it if it didn't have alcohol in so it. So maybe That's that can be the beer that I try to say that, hey, guys, I like beer. I can be like Cav though. I drink beer. I I drank beer. I still drink beer. I like beer. It's just non-alcoholic oh, it's beer. Like, ugh. 
Yeah, or even regular beer, I think, is disgusting. I'm getting drunk off O'Doul's over here. (laughs) I mean, it does have like a .005. Like, technically, if you drink, if you eat fruit, technically, there's a certain amount of alcohol in there. It's like minuscule, like .000, like 5% or something. Yeah. But there is a small amount there. There's some, uh, there's some sort of like hornet. Like, I think the tiger wasp, or not the tiger wasp, it was, like, one of the most painful seeing wasps out there. Oh, shit. The tarantula hawk, and it basically, like, drink, it, like, eats rotting fruit or something, and it gets, like, it gets tipsy, it gets, like, fucking plastered <laughs> on that. So, yeah, the most painful, the most painful bee in the world flying around drunk as, drunk as a skunk. Why do you know this? <laughs> I forgot how I heard of that, but I saw that here. Oh, it was part of that Coyote Peterson dude. He gets, he gets I was going to say, was it the fucker that gets stung by like the most ridiculous shit? Yeah, he's like, if <laughs> people from Jackass actually want to do something useful with their lives. <laughs> oh, God. Let's see if it was Jackass. Instead of like, getting bit by a bullet ant in the handy, they get bit in, like the ass crack or something. <laughs> Uh, like, like I like to go and see like them and the people from Jackass just like try to go crossover. Like, oh yeah, do like a battle. My God, like how, like that dude must have some sort of like damage by now from all the things he's been bitten, stung by. I know, right? That's gotta be terrible to your body. Well, I mean, it might make you stronger because you know they say what doesn't kill you make you more strong. They might like have nerve damage or something. He's been like bit by some crazy ass like uh, what's your call it? Those little pincher dudes the the centipedes bit by like, some giant some giant desert centipedes bit by like bullet ant tarantula hawk also like some a other hawk? Never, he's been bit by a stuff. fucking hawk no it's a, it's the name of the horn it's a tarantula hawk okay they call that just fucking huge okay yeah, i think he got i don't know if he got stung by a japanese giant horn i would love to see him get stung by one if he hasn't but like i know he probably won't do that but, uh, yeah, he's been stung by so many things. I mean, there's got to be something wrong with him. Oh, yeah. You know, they say you can get, like, 30-inch smoke now, so if you get stung by that much shit, there's probably something going on. Like, Wait, like, what? What's that a society? We, not, it's not even second-hand smoke, it's third-hand smoke. <laughs> what is third-hand like, smoke? Keep, they just keep going more and more autistic. Like, honestly, second-hand smoke is the most stupidest shit I've heard of. And that, no, I disagree with smoke. that. I disagree. Second-hand smoking... Dude, you, do you have like no? There's no way you do not They're, get like any sort proven. of off of secondhand smoke unless what is the guy is literally shotgunning the the tobacco into your mouth. I'm trying to ask him, what is third hand smoking? It's like when you smoke and then you go home and then they <laughs> then they they inhale the vapor that was on your clothes or something. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, no, that was a bit of a stretch. That's the most liberal term I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit of a stretch. I'm the biggest believer that secondhand smoking is bad, but thirdhand smoking is... Nothing, you're, you're in a car. You go in a car, that shit... You know, they're shooting all this shit out of it. You're breathing it in. You're breathing it in. That's like you smoke a thousand cigars. Oh, come on. That's bullshit. If you're smoking a thousand cigars... You know, you're going to get secondhand... Uh, Freaking stuff from there, you're fine. No, That's you're not. Yeah, you if Unless you're pumping pump- smoke into my face and I'm breathing it in. Well, yeah, if you're like literally right next to him, but like, have you ever looked into how much like the air dissipates shit? Like, they had people drop like the, this extremely toxic substance. What was it like V2 or something? <laughs> Gas in this Japanese subway. 
and it, it I don't think it killed anybody. It got close, but that stuff is so toxic. Like it's like one part per billion, and no one died from it. Okay. Like one person, and that was a and that was a lot of shit they're dumping in there. What they're saying about tobacco is the most innocuous. <laughs> like my great grandfather, he smoked for fifty years. Anecdotal evidence. That shit was <laughs> as deadly as they're saying he would have. Alex, as deadly where he had third and secondhand smoke. People who got firsthand smoke, you'd expect would not live fifty Alex, years. Alex, people die from smoking. That's been proven. It might up my great grandfather. That is anecdotal. Cognitive dissonance. You guys must have shitty genes or something. It's <laughs> work. Alex. You can't handle like cigarette smoke. <laughs> it's you know, tobacco something. and nicotine. It's bad for you. Oh, it's not. Yes, my it is. My great grandfather is probably more fit than. Anecdotal evidence. This guy survived like ass cancer. Like he's <laughs> and he's still kicking at ninety five yeah, years old. Yeah, which means. That that's probably the reason he's surviving. Like, dude, you're 95 years old. You're gonna get some sort of cancer at that point. Okay. You're gonna end up hitting like the one eventually. Alex, you just proved my point. I was just saying that it's smoking on a normal person well, will kill them. But you did. <laughs> you just said the cancer wouldn't kill him. He's obviously immune to certain things or, or more tolerable of certain things. Most I know, people I from a long line of smokers and none of, and they've all lived fairly fairly long lives. Yeah, and, and I can point to you ones that smoke. died very like quickly. The secondhand smoke. They, they, okay, you're not gonna die from secondhand smoke unless you're literally. You know, the guy's smoking, you're right next well, to Well, I think like, it would shorten your life at the least. That's not what the no, truth like commercials tell us. What was that, maybe Phil? That's not what the truth commercials tell us. <laughs> oh, that, yeah. truth, that truth campaign is the most bullshit <laughs> advertisement I've seen. Like, big anti-tobacco is bigger than big tobacco. And the thing is, big anti-tobacco gets big government money. That's who the real problem is. I'm fine with that. Fuck you, truth campaign. I see you. I see your advertisements. I know you exist. I comment on all your posts, <laughs> calling out your shit, because that's nothing but scam advertisements. Uh, yeah. Like Hutco. <laughs> it's like, have you ever seen those scam advertisements saying, oh, your computer's got a virus that's scare or bullshit like that? <laughs> I have not seen those. All I'm saying is, don't smoke. It's bad for you. Dude, that secondhand smoke is, is fucking pushing it, and thirdhand smoke is fucking yeah, Unless you're in an enclosed location, like... I can see if you're in a car and the guy has all the windows up and he's breathing in your face, maybe. And like a car from the 50s that didn't have a good circulation system in there, okay, maybe. But a car today, you know, with the windows open, you're probably going to be fine. Someone's smoking on the street, you're probably going to be fine because there's people yeah, who not... the survive. <laughs> when they talk like about secondhand smoking, Alex, they're talking about when people are close to you, like in a restaurant. And they're huffing and puffing away. I've been in restaurants where well, there's been smoking. Well, the and let me tell you. Section nine out of ten, like, I've never seen a restaurant it, that had smoking. Unless it's a bar. Good. Even then, that doesn't have like a smoker section. Good. Because guess well, what? They can go to the smoker section. What's wrong with that? Well, because they it's always shitty and it bleeds into the non-smoking section. I've and never then... seen that happen. I went to a bunch of it's restaurants. It happened to me when I was younger. It always bothered me. We'd have to leave restaurants because of it. Okay, well then go to a different restaurant. I did, I did, but it's difficult. <laughs> it's not that, like, that's so ridiculous. Like, secondhand smoke from the restaurant. It's not like the guy's right next to you, like, Jesus, dude. I he don't was. Want... 
Like that's happened like, before. Right? Like, they, is, is there an actual door? Here, there go door? to Vegas. I'll show you a perfect example. If you, and this is a recent example. When you're in Las Vegas, and when you go to these hotels, at least the one I was at, and you have to walk through the casino floors to get to a fucking restaurant. And the restaurants are open air. They're not enclosed in the uh, the hotel with the casino at the yeah, you bottom. You got those people chain smoking in the fucking casino. I smelled it the entire time. Because they're like, yeah, because they're losing their life savings yeah. on the freaking slot machines. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, my God. I'll do it again. He's chucking. I've been to a casino before. I went to a Three Rivers. What about Las Vegas where there's smoking allowed? They have a smoking and non-smoking section. The non-smoking section, I didn't smell shit. Well, guess what? I smelled it in Vegas. And let me tell you, it was awful. I hated, hated, hated. Hey, probably shouldn't be going, you probably shouldn't be going to the to the casinos anyways. That's You're forced to. That's what's annoying about it. It's because in Vegas, the hotels all have a casino at the ground floor. And to get to the food, which is also on the ground floor, you got to go through the fucking bullshit casino. Yeah, I'm, jonesing for a, I'm jonesing for a Bellagio buffet right about now, man. Oh, oh, my God. Have you ever, you ever, been, to, you ever been to Bellagio? Oh my god, the freaking buffet is amazing. Hmm. It was I should get money. I should get money for advertising this, by the way. But it is <laughs> amazing. Make, uh, we should make a trip to the casino. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and do a review like live. Yeah, like we're all going to see the, the smoking section. Where apparently, it's the, amazing. The like, smoking go section, it's like forty bucks. It. Like, see, I wish my nose was that good where I could smell that stuff. Actually, no, oh, so you have a bad I, nose. And I smell these like fucking thoughts out there with all this like. <laughs> Skanky ass cologne, and I smell that more than I can smell cigarette smoke. <laughs> well, like, I can't get that secondhand thought smell. Like, get like herpes from that now. Is that what's going on? Somebody secondhand smoke. We get thirdhand smoke from cigarettes. I get thirdhand smoke from fucking nasty ass perfume. <laughs> I I actually second that because when my mother sprays perfume, she puts the worst shit on. Let me tell you, and I'm just like. Oh God, Mom! There's so much better things you can put that smells bad, dude. And the thoughts here on campus—they smell disgusting. Cause not only do they have their disgusting perfume, they have their fucking alcohol breath coming. They have their oh, smoke. Oh man, I had this one <laughs> fuck when I was at Penn State. I had this one person. I was in the library. Sent you. I heard bitching. All oh, this guy smells like a fucking cigarette. Oh no, like yeah, I was like, do you smell like a fucking tuna salad? Shut up. Like she's bitching at me for smelling like she was bitching at me for smelling like cigarettes and like she did not smell great herself. Like I don't know if she didn't like wash or something. Like Jesus, like they smell worse because you get in the bus and you smell this fucking like it's not even just the girls, like the fucking guys too. Like when I was in middle school, oh, we go in the locker room, get secondhand axe like spray. Oh fuck axe. Shit. Fuck that shit. Oh, it's just coming up. It smells like that spray-on axe. I used that once. I was a, I was a middle schooler once too, and I was like, no, I'm not using the spray-on anti-axe. It doesn't even work. Douche. Makes you smell like is... a middle schooler's asshole. That's what like axe smells like. It's high school, middle school, like kid, like fucking ass. Like I just had this like ever since I was in middle school, I just had this disgust of the spray axe. Uh... Me too. It smells like douchebag. Like douche it did, yeah. <laughs> Why That's... do people use it? I don't get it. I don't know. Oh, boy, I, I'm going out to uh, <laughs> I'm going out to a party. Let me get some X spray. Every time I smell that shit, it makes me think I'm fucking like die of like, gas contamination from that freaking aerosol. 
Spraying so much. Why does a fat you're... man smoke for that? You ever, you ever get stuck with with a douchebag in an elevator that sprayed way too much Axe? Like you taste it, and it's like, oh my god! And it doesn't leave your nostrils for like hours. You don't have third hand Axe spray. Hey, I'm for that. I'm for that. I'm for petitioning that hashtag of third hand thought. Let's ban people from like having stinky, like from being stinky in public too, because I smell some people. But they don't cause cancer, Alex. They probably do. Second hand smoke doesn't cause cancer. Third hand smoke doesn't cause. If you get if you get second hand smoke cancer, then your jeans are fucked from the beginning, sir. Oh God! Don't insult my jeans. Seriously, like, there's people out there, like, just putting the air, think of all the shit that happens, all the cows that mm. fart into the oxygen, all what the those? gas factories that just do their thing, all the coal rooms oh, out God. there on the streets, and you're breathing that shit in, and then it's like, oh, the cigarettes that gave me, secondhand smoke that gave me cancer, right? Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know what? You know, it's like, oh, you'll get like, this, this lung cancer right around the time they, they had asbestos everywhere, too. Yeah, well, they had to get rid of that, too, because it was bad. Well, there's a big difference between, like, I mean, they did have the once the asbestos in there, but they stopped that in the 50s. Yeah, because it's bad. Yeah, oh. it was really, that was really bad, like, double dose. <laughs> but, um,. Yeah, oh, no, like, secondhand smoke thing's ridiculous unless you're in a supremely enclosed space. If you're on the street and some guy is smoking a cigarette, I think you're fine. Like, no, I agree with that. As long as it's not, like, you're in an enclosed... Like, I, that's why I said, like, secondhand smoking is like when you're in a car. Well, that's why they're, they're doing third-hand smoke now. It must be fourth-hand smoke. I know, and I... Someone, Alex. That's the next big thing. You're around someone <laughs> who's around someone that smokes. Alex, it's, it's, did I agree it. with you or did I not? I did. I said that was silly. I want to see that. You know, what if his best is actually fine? You're just like saying bullshit. No. And I can see that. Like, I'm so tired of this media making up <laughs> shit. Like, third and smoke. I could almost see them making I could see asbestos being perfectly fine, but the media just went after it. I mean, it's probably not true, but still. How about. I could see that well, from how much I distrust the media. Well, you would love what they have to do with lead paint now. You have to have, like, test your paint for lead, which is, like, 0.001% oh, of it. Well, yeah, it's a big thing. It's like, Jesus had people <laughs> live. They had cigarettes. They had asbestos. They had <laughs> yeah, and you know, do you know what the life expectancy was in the 50s? It was shit. No, All right, you want me to whip it out? You want me to whip it out? Let's let's look at it. Yeah, let's look at this. How long do you really need to live to? What? What kind of question is that? I want to live forever, boyo. I don't want to live forever. See what my great friend still living. He's better than most people his age, but he can barely see, can barely hear. Like, it's bullshit. Like, you don't want to be living that long. I do! I like this world. I like life. Like, I gotta like to live a decent bit, but once I'm in, like, my 80s, peacefully sunset me at that point. I don't. If I'm, I'm because what are you gonna do? Just be sitting around your diaper shitting yourself? Maybe. You know, I mean, he's on a diaper, but still, like, you be going around, you probably can't even get a heart on unless you're, like, <laughs> Viagra. Oh, God. Oh, fuck me. Oh, you crack me up so much. All right, let's see. In the U.S., the current life expectancy of 2016, actually, was 78.69 years. If we go all the way back to 
Okay, so this chart goes back to 1964. It was 71, but I know it's lower than that because it it's a trend of going down here. Let's see. Can we get this bigger? Oh, fuck me. Oh, God. Oh, this is too funny. You don't get this shit on the radio. No, no. Well, we'll do, they, do they eat at the heart attack grill? Have you have you ever been to Vegas? Oh, is that the place with the giant burgers? Yeah, served by nurses. Yes. Yeah, it's funny. It's like they write a prescription. No, that place you were talking about what, the places that are filled up by smoke. I, I went. I went to eat there one time. Oh, yeah, shit. that wow. place was just. Yeah, because there's like, because because one of the one of their big things is like, yeah, the people. If you're over 350 pounds, you get to eat for free. Like, so there's like oh, a whole, wow. there's like, a, there's always like one or two people there that are just like insanely large. And it's like, they're, they're eating burgers and they're smoking like chimneys. Ugh. It's like, it's disgusting, Ugh. but it's funny. It's funny to look at at the same time. Like it's, uh, right. Well, see, you know what happened back in the day when people used to actually smoke cigarettes, you know, there's a lot less of these antidepressants going on, a lot less school shootings. <laughs> I think what? what we need to go and do is bring back cigarette smoking. <laughs> what? Because, it, what? because, well, see, Dude, all these edge lords that shoot up schools smoke. It's the gun's fault. Take the guns. They're on anti-anxiety medication. People used to do that. It was a lot cheaper, but then they were like, you know, they're like, oh, let's go demonize big tobacco. <laughs> big, so they don't see big medical coming in there. Okay. Big pill pushers pushing Oxycontin, pushing Xanax. I agree. Those things are bad. Zoloft. That <laughs> shit's worse than cigarettes. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I disagree, but, but, but. I hooked on that Zoloft shit. It's a little pill. Oh, it makes me happy. And then, like, you don't get erections. Like, cigarettes <laughs> it increases your sex drive. It increases sex drive. Does it? Does it? Yes, it does. There's nothing like. You know, look at men back then. They, you did not see a soul. Like, you didn't see all this soy addiction back then. You didn't see all this, like, depression back then. Even the Great Depression, they were still kicking it pretty. You know, better than people today can handle it. And they were smoking cigarettes. Have That's you why. heard of correlation does not equal causation? Well, I, I, saw, I saw a study saying that cigarettes increase testosterone. I saw a study about I saw that. something on the internet. It must be true. Um, <laughs> that is. Because you don't, see soy, you don't see that many soy boys smoking cigarettes. You see them, you know, they'll be like, you know, jacking off in their My Little Pony costume or something. But they won't be smoking cigarettes. They're taking Zoloft, but they ain't taking cigarettes, and Zoloft has a hell of a okay. lot more. Interesting visual and all. I'm going to state the life expectancy, and then we got to move on to our last topic because we've been covering some grounds today on some interesting tangents. But the the world – oh, this is the world. Oh, this wasn't America. Oh, let me change this. Okay. The North American life expectancy in 2016 was 79. In 1960, it was 69. We jumped 10 years in life expectancy. That's pretty damn good. Um, but anyway, 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 we're going to go to a topic that just made me laugh. Uh, <coughs> there is a 27-year-old Indian man who wants to sue his parents because he didn't give them consent to give birth to him. He said, quote, I want everyone in India and the world to realize one thing, that they are born without their consent. I want them to understand that they do not owe their parents anything, unquote. Another quote where he said, 
Quote, if we are born without our consent, we should uh, be maintained for our, our, our life. We should be paid by our parents to live. <laughs> Unquote. Is this guy the greatest troll alive or fucking what? He's like the he's pushing this uh, anti-natalism. I think that's how you say it. Movement, which is basically what he just described. So, yeah. What do you guys think of that? Oh, so that's why there's so many 40-year-olds still living with their parents. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. I always thought. I always ask questions now, I guess. I guess this guy is shedding some light on the situation. It's I mean, pretty you know, fucking woke. It's pretty woke, man. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Alex? I don't know. I, I see that over there, and I'm just like, on the one hand, I can understand why he's kind of making a joke. Because, like, I mean, to be true, you know, it is kind of true. Like, you know, you, you don't really give consent to being born, but still, like, you know, just kill yourself at that point if you really want to be alive. Uh, that's not a really good argument. But, no, like, it isn't. <laughs> but like, if you really don't want to be alive, you don't have to be. You donate your body to science. My something. body, my choice. Well, like it's a strange thing, but that's where like the left is like, oh, euthanize. <laughs> but like, you know, you should probably try to live. It's, it's a pretty good life. Who knows what's going on? Yeah, after you don't want to live. <laughs> You're like, oh, I want it. I'd rather be naturally. <laughs> Taken away at 80 years old. I'm sorry. I don't want to be alive at 85, like 100 years old, like not seeing anything, not hearing anything. Having a nurse like check my assholes for like shit because I can't wipe my own butt. Like, I'd rather, you know, it's a natural life. People weren't meant to live for like, you know, centuries. That's it's the exception, not the norm. Well, we're changing like, that, we're improving that. But yeah. Well, why do you want to be alive at that point? You're going to be out of the workforce for like 40 years. Might be out of the workforce, you know, your whole life if the robots take over. You're like useless at that point. What are you gonna do? <laughs> You're gonna I, observe I the world. I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to live long. I like like people are like, oh, we just want to live longer. I don't know if I would want to. Well, dude, like I think there's a certain age where I'm just seven. like, oh. For hell's sake, just pull the damn plug. <laughs> like yeah, like right, right when you're like uh, when when all when you're stuff stops working i think that's time like oh when, when it's like did you get the thialis <laughs> oh my god get the thialis you're like that, you that 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 uh girl from uh spongebob the old lady it's like what chocolate what you oh have my chocolate god, what are you talking about oh well, my god I, I think if you could live like you were in your 20s in your 80s you know there'd be a lot more reason to want to be alive but we don't yes live like that. Like maybe once maybe in the future we can go to like the auto part, but since all cars are going to be like electronic, they'll just have human body parts saying just replace your arm with like an athlete's arm. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Get like that porn star penis over here. You know? <laughs> that, that'd, be, that'd be the life. And you just like Ooh. You replace everything. What if they do make robotic penises? Is that a thing yet? They will. They probably already have them. So it's probably China. They don't have any ethics. No, no, no. That's I yeah, I know, but like, how would that work? Just get a, what, <laughs> yes, like a, a. It's like another. It's like a penis, but like <laughs> your penis, but bigger. Do you feel anything? Like if it's that's a, what I'm saying. Oh yeah, no, no, no. They're making what? bionic arms now that you can actually regain feel. You can get regain touch. Like, so theoretically, we could have bionic penises. See if you can't feel, then you're basically yeah. If I can't more. feel, no, absolutely not. I, I think I think that's like. 
That's like if I ever get to a point like age-wise where it's like, oh, my, my, uh, my prostate is the size of a volleyball and uh, I can't speak right and I can't have an erection. And I go, no, it's time it to go. like Bernie right now. Check it out. Check, <laughs> check me out. I'm good. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I understand that. It's just I like living. I mean, I do. Don't <laughs> get me wrong. But there's if if the reasons worth li- worth living for are no longer there, I don't know. It's like it's like I'm not trying to you know be a Debbie Downer here, but man, there's I think there's a certain like look. You lived a good life. All right, maybe maybe. maybe you know, because these people are like, oh, I want to live to be 110. Why? The last 40 years of your life, you're going to be like. Well, see, like, I can only imagine the shit my grandparents must feel like. You know, they're born in, like, the 40s. They got to see the 50s. And now they're seeing all this shit going on. I'd be like, fucking hell. I wish I could have just, like, passed away earlier. <laughs> like, like, can you imagine that, like, back in the, like, you know, going to school in the 50s, getting married, having a kid in the 60s. Back then, when things are so much simpler, now you find people, you know, they can't use the bathroom right. <laughs> they can't use the bathroom right. Well, no, like, my grandparents can, but, like, you know, you get to that age. And- I thought you were talking about trannies. Yeah, that's why I was talking okay, about. Like, you see that, was- that stuff. You go and see, like, cars that drive themselves, like, computers that aren't the size of, a, like, a living room. It's just like, what the hell's going on? And you go and find, like, internet porn, but you're like... Holy shit, back then, if you wanted to see that, you had to go to the adult theater, and you are crazy if you did that shit. You know, they got, like... You know, times have changed, and that's not always a bad thing. Well, see, if you're that old, like, how do you deal with that? Like, there's someone who was, like, a hundred years... They lived before, like, the first person flew back when they had, like, horses and buggies and shit, and then it's just, like, seeing this, we, like... Like, at some point, I'd just be like, fuck this. I don't want to deal with this shit anymore. It's just crazy talk. Like, people were speaking, they had, like, Google Translate. What the hell is this? You said to go and pay someone good money to go and translate your shit. Now you get the computer to do it. You know, it's just, like, crazy. Yeah. I think for me, it's like, I think for me, it's like, if I see, if I, if someone has to clean up after, clean up my shit, I think that, that, that's another thing. <laughs> that's like, if the, I got, like, that's, uh, the line. That, that's probably the line. Like, oh, if I'm, if I'm well, so like old like, that I can't, like, I can no longer maintain myself in that regard. Like, if I have to, you know, if I have to have a nurse clean up, clean me up after I messed myself, I'm like, yeah, it's, it's, it's over. It's, like, it's been a I good run. See, like, I can see what's going to happen in the next, like, 50 years. Like, I can see what's going to happen in the next 10 years. What, what's going to happen in the next 50 years by the time that I'm retired? Like, I get to be that age. I want to live past that. Do I want to go and see or like... Oh, you ate meat when you were a kid. You're like literally Hitler now. You know, that's going to be like the next thing, like 50 years from now. That's probably when they're re-bitching about like, oh, you ate meat. That's like wearing blackface. Like, that's what gonna say. <laughs> no, I, it's not going to go that far. <laughs> I mean, I could see the left, like the radical left pushing crazy shit like that, but that's not going to be a mainstream belief. And, dude, 50 years, you know how long 50 years is? Like 50 years from back then... Back in the 50s and shit, they literally had blackface performance. And yes, but like, we've been eating that. meat for since humanity has started. We didn't have transgenders until like <laughs> 10 years ago. Like it wasn't a major political That's issue. That's like, a false back when I was a kid, okay. Back when I was a kid, transgender meant wearing like female clothing. 
Yeah. And now it means having a penis when you weren't originally born with a penis. Okay. Like it, Here's my it Nostradamus just... moment. Okay. In 50 years, uh, uh, in 50 years, probably earlier, uh, <laughs> fuckable robots will take over the world. There's, there's Dude, that's uh, like five. They already have that shit. Now. Yeah. That's they do like, for yeah. incels. That, that solves yeah. the incel problem. So I'm, I'm down with you, that. Look, I'm down with that. Well, no, they'll, they'll, but, but they'll take over for everybody. They'll just, you know, It'll just yeah. You just don't get married. You just you do a sperm donation, well, and then you live with a robot. That's just living with humans. Yeah, that's actually what I am worried about. Is that, you know, I'm joking that it solves incels. Like the problem that's going to become is that people robots are going to be better than humans, oh, yeah. and people are going to like incels especially are not going to know how to talk to humans. They're going to be having a relationship with a robot, like the movie yeah. Her. Have you I've have you ever that. seen those Adam and Eve infomercials? Like oh oh, oh my god, I extrapolate that to a full robot, right? <laughs> It's gonna be crazy awesome robots out there. Oh yeah, you're like, and, 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 and the, it's gonna be like the Intel uprising. <laughs> and that, like, that's what they're gonna have. It's just like, okay, you know, instead of dealing with a real one, I'm gonna deal with a robot that well, you yeah. know, I can do whatever I want. Yeah, laugh when I say it. Like, it's gonna be so polarized that there's gonna be like two societies. Like men go to Mars or get, men go to Jupiter to get Mars. Whatever the hell that freaking rhyme is <laughs> I can see these married couples it's going to be the opposite I don't know how the fuck it's going to happen but there's going to be we're going to see like like gender segregation against people just won't, don't want to deal with each other <laughs> yeah well I do see this again the AI being an issue because like I just said that you know we're not going to know how to interact with humans anymore or well not really not know but we're not going to want to or at least no. some people aren't and you're no. just gonna get this weird thing where we're gonna have a relationship with a machine, which isn't really a relationship. Yeah. And how is society gonna be like that? Is it gonna be, you know, more like? Cause like now you see fucking people. Like when you were in a restaurant, sit. I have a challenge for you guys, listeners. Go to a restaurant, sit down, and look around, and count how many people are on their fucking phones. E especially when they have another person at the table. There's nothing that triggers me more. When two people are in a restaurant at a table and they're on their fucking phones, you're there to interact with people, okay? You can put down the goddamn phone for like two seconds to talk to a normal human being in person. You know, phones are supposed to help you connect with people that aren't immediately with you. But when you are with that person, you don't need the goddamn phone. So what, hap so what happens? I got a response for that, though. So what sure. happens when you run into the asshole that's like, oh, well, I, I'm paying good money to to eat here i'll do whatever the fuck i damn oh, well oh yeah well, they can i'm not saying you know force to some people i'm just saying yeah. as a society we need to look yeah. at ourselves in the mirror and say there's something wrong here let's change this because well, it's not gonna happen like the only way that's gonna change is when people start to rise up and they're gonna go and join <laughs> like amish amish no life. you don't need to do that you just well, need that's to have what's gonna happen because you know all this shit there, it's going to be the future to be like banging robots on the internet. <laughs> like 3D sex is going to be a thing. You're literally 40. live on the internet watching screens more than you're watching the actual world. It's just be like an existential crisis. You're going to be like, you know, the internet's going to go out for like an hour. And you're going to be like, holy shit, what am I going to do with my life? And they just go move to these Amish communities. That's what's well, going to happen. Well, no, you just need self-control because like when I'm with people – I put my phone away. Like sometimes I whip out to like show a funny meme or something, but it's all about self-control. And this is something you can do with anything, but people are, don't have self-control or don't want to, I guess. 
And if you're, you know, like I remember when I was in California and we were at this restaurant that literally looked like the inside of the Titanic. The funniest fucking part about it was that nobody was on their phones. And I noticed it. I was shocked by it. And I was like, isn't this refreshing? I mean, it pisses me off more when it's in movie theaters now because I'll be watching a movie, which is a fucking screen, you know? It's fucking entertainment. And these people have their, they whip out their goddamn phones. They have the brightness up all the way. It can't be low. No, it's got to be all the way. So it's this fucking like spotlight coming out of their seats. They're Snapchatting the fucking movie and like, oh, look at me. I'm a fat ass. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I could talk. I mean, I'm only in the movie <laughs> theater. Maybe they Don't worry about smoking theaters and hey, the, so the restaurants. What are you doing them. today? Have something else upon their hands. <laughs> no, no, it's keep your hands in your goddamn pants or your pockets. Like, you know, to like, be honest like, though, man, I, I, I like that shit. So I believe so. one of my yeah. internal beliefs is I believe that uh, we have, uh, we as humans, we have a, we have a pleasure. And suffering balance. Yes. Right? We have a, That's what Scott Ams talks about. Right. Yes. So, yeah, I think we, we, we have, like, uh, we, we eventually find that center in one way or another. Like, if we seek pleasure, uh, we're going to eventually go back to that center. That's why, you know, when you have, whenever you take drugs. Yes. Right? You're going to yes. need more drugs for that same yes. effect. That's yes. your body reaching that You're center, it. the center of the pleasure suffering, you know, balance. And like, so like the people that suffer, like the smallest things in the world are like the most pleasurable to them. Yes. Yes. That's yes. their body. trying trying to reach back to that center. Um, and, but I, I think we're, um, well, like, that's what I'm saying is going to be a problem with the AI and like what yeah. jobs being displaced is people don't have enough pleasure. Because mm-hmm. Scott Adams talks about the exact same thing. Yep. And it's a good way of looking at the world, which is we yeah. are pleasure like tanks. If we don't yep. have enough pleasure, we seek more of it. Right. So what do people do? They drink. They do drugs. That's why when I'm at a party and I'm having enough fun without any of right. that stuff. Right. Okay? And I think more people should train themselves that way. I don't need alcohol or want it because it's – why would I drink something dangerous when I'm already having enough fun oh, without yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. It's like, but do you get yeah. my point, which is well, – no, I think that fun's more addictive than alcohol. There, there are several times more. Yeah. Because yeah. It shows your attention span. Like, Jesus, you going to look on that? Like, oh, like back in the day – like, I had a conversation with someone on Facebook, and they are like, oh, you know, phones aren't all that bad. Like, no, dude, no. back in the day, you could have a conversation without pulling your fucking phone out. You go and, like, read an actual book. Like, it's so hard these days, because it's just like, oh, you know, I can go check Facebook or Instagram or, or Snapchat or YouTube. There's so much shit being thrown in your fucking face. You're, you're pushing that dopamine button every time you yep. play, like, fucking Candy Crush. Like, you, got you want me to read a book? Is that on my Amazon Kindle? What's, what's going on? <laughs> Like it's yeah. just gotten so beyond like it's been like probably the most disruptive technology in the last 20 years for like the oh fucking yeah cell. i agree like, it's by far the most disruptive to people like it's probably does so much damage to you like every time you go look on there like oh i need to check my whatever account or play this stupid game and like it's more addictive than fucking like world of warcraft because you take your phone with you everywhere you'd be at work i see so many like co-workers on their fucking phone like jesus yeah like that's like oh I know. I feel the exact same way. It grinds my gears, too. Because it just shows that people, like, like, because we always talk, like, people always say I'm the introvert that doesn't know how to interact with people. I've overcome that because I've worked on improving myself. And I've gotten much better at talking to people and forming relationships. But I look around, 
And I realize I'm not the one that's bad at it anymore. It's a lot of other people because they're on their goddamn phones and I'll be the one sitting there not looking at them like, uh, I'm here. Let's talk like humans. Well, see, you see that shit? That's why I don't want to live to be 100 years old. <laughs> well, maybe, well, well, if you keep living longer, then you'll be, you'll still be that movement no, against worse. it. No, 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 you'll it's be that. Oh, I know it is, but it's like, I don't know how to fix it. I really don't know how to fix that problem unless you make non-phone interaction more rewarding, which I don't know if that's possible. The way to fix that is to become like a fucking Amish person. <laughs> fix it. Fuck there's no other way you can really fix that issue. Like you have to go like completely off the fucking web. And I well, mean, maybe we can make some money now, and I gotta make some money for the next twenty years. Buy a farm. Completely disconnect. I don't do want it to completely disconnect though. That's just yeah. No. Yeah, but that's the problem. When you completely disconnect from the world, then you're you're disconnected. Like you're not you can't interact with anyone. That's the problem well, I have. You interact with people that are your neighbors. Good, like, I don't like my neighbors. Well, there's some good neighbors and be like, hey, you don't like to do that shit? How about them cows, you know? Look at that shit. Look at that fucking cow. What? You know? How about them cows? Over here. That shit's cool. You know, cows like, are not like, cool. In the backyard if they're banned guns by this one. Like, just, like, this would be so awesome at that point. This would be like, oh, I'm just going to worry about what people think of me on the internet. Like, oh, my God. That's that's what I want to live in, where it's just like, you know, oh, hey, man. like, where you said shit back in, like, fucking second grade, and it's, like, going to bite you in the ass. I don't like that. Well, don't have a Facebook or Twitter then, but. Well, no, because then it's, it, everything's still linked. They can still find shit on you. Like, yeah. Like, you know, at that point, you know, better off just going completely without. Okay. With, like. The founders wanted you to, not the like founders. Like Zuckerberg wanted you to live. Be like a fucking horse. A, f- the cars a horse. <laughs> you horse, like cars, I thought. They, it, it, I did, but that ain't gonna be existing in fifty years. <laughs> now there's gonna be like some gay shit by that. It's gonna be some like. It's gonna be some like Tesla on crack. It's just like what? oh, I'm free everywhere. A it's Tesla gonna be like a Tesla. You don't need, it's gonna be like playing Eve online. Where you don't actually move your thing, just click and tell it where to go. That's gonna be cars in the future. Oh god, you're cracking me the fuck up. Okay, it's gonna happen. <laughs> it's gonna, you're not gonna have control of your car because humans are too stupid to control cars. That's I mean, true. I, I'm evidence of that, right? Not fucking evidence. I've had people fucking hit me. Yeah, but those are other people hitting you. I hit. Uh, I hit people. Yeah, because other people are stupid. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think... We should have a driver's license. These boomers and shit. <laughs> wow. The boomers pass their expiration date who are like probably drunk, but the police didn't care. We're going to have to wrap up in a second, but um, I think the funniest thing you said was just uh, when you said that we should have conversations with our neighbors. You said, oh, let's talk about cool shit. Like, how about, <laughs> how about them cows? <laughs> a good wholesome life you worry about yourself your cows why would you talk about cows? don't worry about like you know don't worry about oh. cardi b don't worry about like uh <laughs> i don't know i don't worry about cardi b i don't know who the fuck she is and i, I have a phone I she is either but like, people bitch about her people bitch <laughs> about like fucking pewdiepie but he's I don't cool care. that doesn't affect me in my daily life i mean he, he kind of does now because i'm connected you're on the internet. Everything affects everything. It's like the oh, the global. Man. It's like the globalist shit. That's why the globalists love the internet. They want oh. you to have. 
Okay, Alex Jones. No, you're getting a little... The tricons are coming. Oh, God. It's just we're so connected. Every little thing, it's like you're hooked in with every other person on the internet. Well, that's your choice. That's your choice. I know, but it's so hard to get off of. It's worse than crack. (laughs) That's the reason why, like, you know, the the most schedule the freaking cell phones. Put that on there. What? If if I'd rather legalize old drugs at this point okay i disagree i extremely i bet i bet it's less addicting than some of this shit okay but one is useful and one isn't dude cell phones are probably it probably is less probably causes more decreases in production than people on heroin i disagree i don't know i've seen some shit with people on cell phones it happens to (laughs) every industry and so many more people are addicted they don't even know it okay well that'll be something we can look for later because uh, I can tell the wine is starting to get to you, <laughs> or the beer, whichever your choice of uh, beverage was tonight. Uh, do you have any last words, Dictator Phil? Because I, because we kind of went on rants there. We'll end it the same way we kind of trailed it. America is the greatest country on earth. Damn straight. Yep. Yeah. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with more real news.